Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN Plus. Presented by Progressive Insurance. She is Amber Wilson. I am Myra Metcalf. We are filling in here. You can tweet us at Amber W Sports at Metcalf by ESPN. Join the conversation on the CC on the on the Canty and Carlin call in line, 888 say ESPN, 888-729-3776. We've been having this conversation all day about Kyrie Irving, who opted in on Monday. He's gonna play for the Brooklyn Nets at least for part of the season, it appears. Uh, he could still be traded at some point. And then apparently he got into a situation with Stephen A. Smith where he's trying to send his uncles and his dad to fight Stephen A. It appears. It appears. It appears. Amber. He doesn't directly say it. Doesn't he say suggests. it. But he suggests. I, that sounds like fighting words to me. Uh, but to me, in all of this, Kyrie's a big deal, Amber. Kevin Durant is a much bigger deal. And I think the reason that Kyrie and this entire conversation gained so much traction wasn't really because of Kyrie. At the end of the day, there were no sign-and-trade situations for Kyrie. Teams didn't raise their hand and say, we want him. NBA superstars didn't tweet or put on Instagram, go and get Kyrie. There was no market for him. But the reality was that had Kyrie decided to leave, sign with the Lakers for that $6 million uh, mid-level exception, then maybe Kevin Durant begins to think about his options. Here's Woj, the one and only ESPN senior NBA insider, on how all of this potentially impacts Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant was very loyal to Kyrie Irving through this process and certainly you know, wanted to create the idea that if Kyrie Irving walked, that Kevin Durant uh, might ask for a trade. But in the end, you know, the leveraging on... Irving's side just didn't uh, allow for him to get, you know, the kind of new deal he wanted. And so now Kevin Durant has what he did want, which was which was Kyrie Irving back on the Nets this season. So the expectation right now is that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving will move forward. All of this is difficult to sift through, Amber, because just 24 hours ago, uh, we had Brian Windhorst saying that the Nets were, quote, prepared to lose both KD and Kyrie. We haven't seen any tweets from Kevin Durant. We don't know if he's happy. But what we do know is if he, if he decides to ask for a trade, the Nets would have to listen to him, which makes me ask, Amber, who wouldn't you trade for Kevin Durant? If Kevin Durant decides that this is even too crazy for him, who wouldn't be on the trading block in the NBA for Kevin Durant's service? 
you want to do this straight up, right? Because obviously there's a lot of scenarios where you wouldn't trade guys who are maybe even lesser players because just bringing Kevin Durant wouldn't get you anything. So there's no point. But if you want to just have a conversation, not about like roster construction, but just like straight up, then I, I can entertain several players. I mean, I'm not, let's see, are you trading Joel Embiid? I'm probably not trading Joel Embiid for KD. I am. That one I would have to think about a little bit harder, but you are talking about a player that's, you know, very squarely in the MVP conversation and the runner up the last two seasons. And part of this evaluation with KD, also what it comes down to is age, because you're talking about a Kevin Durant in his mid thirties. I'm not trading Giannis. Giannis to me is the best player in the NBA. So I would actually put him a not above KD on the list. Uh, are you trading Giannis? No, absolutely not. N- not trading Giannis at all. LeBron, are you trading the greatest player of his generation for Kevin Durant? I'm not doing LeBron dirty like that, even though LeBron is the older player. Kevin Durant's not young enough for me to make that Send trade. LeBron on the first flight to Brooklyn. Give me KD. I'm making that trade, Amber. <laughs> that's I'm so making rough. it. What about... What about the young guys, like the Ja Morants of the world? Because that's where it gets dicey. It's not like I don't think Ja is as good as Kevin Durant right now. I'm just not mortgaging what could be coming for the next 15 years with Ja because of how exciting of a player Ja is. So I actually maybe would not be making that trade. Yeah, I mean, that, that's an interesting point. I mean, she's Amber Wilson. I'm Myron Metcalf here on Canty and Carlin. Feel free to call in 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Who wouldn't you trade? What star wouldn't you trade for Kevin Durant? Once you get to those younger stars, Amber, uh, there's a tear to me. Because I think Ja Morant, Luka, those are two guys that you wouldn't move. I think Tatum's on that list as well. Jason Tatum, I know he had a rough finals. but Tatum's not on, my, on that I, list. He's not on yours. And I'm probably a lot of people would agree. I think he's still on mine. But then that next tier of your Donovan Mitchells, let's say, your Devin Booker's, I'm sending all those guys yeah, I'm to Brooklyn for tiers. Kevin Durant, right? For KD. Like, I mean, it, KD it wouldn't back. be like, I'd have to think about it for a second, you know? Maybe. I wouldn't be like trigger happy. But yeah, I yeah. think Jokic is a hard one for me. I don't know if I'd trade Jokic for KD because you are talking about a, a back-to-back MVP. I who mean, that one anything. who hasn't won anything, that's true. Although KD, I mean, Jokic would have won something if he was on that Warriors team. Let's be real. Everybody yeah. would have. Uh, James Harden, I'm trading him in a second. Steph Curry, what do you do with Steph? Ooh, I, I'm not trading Steph. That that I'm keeping Steph. Really? I don't know that I would trade Steph for KD. I'm not sure I would either. It'd be a conversation, uh, that's kind though. of a push for me, so I think I'd just probably stick to what I have. Kawhi? Oh, yeah, Kawhi's got to go. If I got KD... See, K- now, Kawhi, I would not trade for KD if Kawhi was a healthy Kawhi. But that's the if, though. But that's, that's the, the biggest. That's the, that's the biggest. The hit. only reason I would consider trading Kawhi Leonard for Kevin Durant is simply the durability problem. To that point, Anthony Davis, for me, that's easy. Bada bing, bada, easy. bada boom. He's let's out. go. He's out. Dame? Dame's got to go. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Dame's out. I mean, it's a uh, short, it's a very, about, very like, short a list. Zion Williamson? Yeah, he's, you're, you're sending all those guys. To me, it's Luka, it's Ja for sure. You wouldn't touch. But everybody else is available. And, and the reason why this is a relevant conversation, she's Amber Wilson, I'm Myron Metcalf. This is Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPN Plus, is because Kevin Durant has this power. This guy has been tweeting all summer, Amber. He has been making it known what he thinks about every single issue. 
He hasn't said anything here. So while we're assuming that KD is saying, okay, cool, my boy's back, we'll pair with Ben Simmons, everything will work out. If Kevin Durant raises his hand and says, you know what, I'm done with the Brooklyn Nets, a superstar in that position has all of the power. The Brooklyn Nets won't have any option but to say, okay, if we're going to lose him, let's go out and get a bunch in return. So Kevin Durant certainly, to me, is the real domino in this Kyrie conversation. Kyrie didn't really move the needle. Nobody really wanted him except Brooklyn, and I don't even know if they want him. But if KD starts making noise about wanting to leave Amber, that's a whole different conversation. And it's a conversation we might be having, because even though right now things seem resolved because Kyrie opted in, we could be very well having this conversation when we get closer to the trade deadline halfway through the season, right? Where things look like they're going south still and like that team still doesn't have enough. And maybe you are considering moving Kyrie during the last year of his deal since he opted in. And then maybe that does cost you KD next offseason and you are discussing where to send him. And I think the next work with KD in that scenario, unlike Kyrie, who, of course, they seemed, although they told him to pursue a sign-in trade, like, let's be real, they weren't doing Kyrie any favors there. With KD, like you said, he has the power because of his stature in the NBA and his greatness, and there would be a huge market for him. And a lot of teams willing to give up a whole lot for Kevin Durant. So it's a scenario we could still see. We could definitely still see it. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Who wouldn't you trade? For Kevin Durant, is there a star out there that you would say, you know what, we can get Kevin Durant, but we're not giving up this player. Josh in Louisiana, what do you have to say? If it was up to me, I would gladly trade Zion Williamson for my Pelicans for Kevin Durant if the trade interest was mutual because I think Kevin Durant with C.J. McCollum, Valanciunas, B.I., Herb Jones, I think that team would be pretty deadly. I hang up and listen. Uh, that that team would would actually be decent i do think uh you trade zion but what i thought was funny myron is that you were so quick to hold on to jaw and that you trade zion in two seconds and you you, you think about that draft right like that's where we're at with zion and largely because zion's one of those huge question marks and is he going to be durable enough to play basketball it's the injuries i mean it's it's anthony davis all over again right like if he's available, you know who he can be. You know how great he can be. But how can you invest in that idea? I, I take potentially two to three years of Kevin Durant's prime over the uncertainty surrounding Zion Williamson. She's Amber Wilson. I'm Myron Metcalf. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Coming up, which team has been a bigger disappointment in the NBA, the Clippers or the Nets? We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is Candy and Carlin. I'm Myra Metcalf. She's Amber Wilson. We are here filling in on today's show, which is presented by Progressive Insurance. We've been having a great conversation throughout the entire show. It's always great work with Amber. It's always easy. I just kind of stand here. I shoot my threes from the corner. Amber plays point forward, does all of the work. So it's always an enjoyable experience. Go on. I appreciate it. 
I appreciate it. So, but we've been talking Always about enjoyable working with you as well, Myron. So I appreciate that. We've been talking a lot about Kyrie. Kyrie's been the talk. Feels like Kyrie's been nonstop for the last 48 hours. Probably not as enjoyable working with him. No, probably doesn't seem that way. But we've also in the last segment talked about Kevin Durant, who I think is the real big domino in, in this entire conversation. Uh, and this idea of if he decides that this situation isn't working out for him, Amber, like what does that mean? Because I think the market for Kevin Durant is going to be a lot different than the market that we just saw for Kyrie Irving. It is going to be a whole lot different if Kevin Durant is available. And also because, of course, Kevin Durant has years left on his contract. So not only is he the better player, but he also has years remaining. Whereas with Kyrie, like, yeah, we thought maybe there'd be a market, but then it's the off the court antics, as well as the fact that he had the player option. Plus it's an expiring deal. So then there's no point in giving up anything for him unless you're actually going to then pay him. And he is a very good player and he does command a lot of money because of that. But also he's a player that might be unreliable. So it's hard to know what you're getting in Kyrie. None of that applies to Katie, like none of it. And so, yes, KD, every single team. I mean, is there a team in the NBA who wouldn't be interested in KD? Because they're all making that phone call if he was available. They're all making a phone call. And I don't know that there are that many stars. I mean, we talked about Giannis, uh, Luka, Ja Morant, Steph Curry. I'm not sure. I think we differ on Kawhi, Jason Tatum. But it's not like there are seven guys out there that you would say, okay, I'm not trading him for Kevin Durant. Uh, we put it out to the callers, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Who wouldn't you trade for Kevin Durant if he were available? Solomon in Toronto, what do you think? Hey, guys, how you doing? Good, man. How's it going? Uh, hello? Hello, we're here, man. Who Who are you not trading for Kevin Durant, I, Solomon? I would trade Scotty Barnes for Kevin Durant. You would not you trade Scotty Barnes? He plays with a lot of energy on the court. You know, he's a good defensively. He plays great offense. He's a lot of future. And you're training for a guy, Kevin Durant, who's never won any championships. Okay, you could tell me he won two on the Warriors. I'm saying anyone could win when you had that a team that made two previous finals in a row and beat one against LeBron James. I'm yeah. saying he, he's never really shown that he could run on his own. He's, 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 he's a toothpick. He's a skinny guy. Okay. I'm saying, I don't know. I wouldn't trade him for Scott. Well, Solomon, th- thanks for the call. Um, do me a favor, uh, Solomon in Toronto. Stay away from all NBA front offices. Like, I mean, you, he you... must be the Raptors' biggest fan. Uh, yes. I appreciate the dedication there and the support. The only thing that Scotty Barnes has on Kevin Durant is age, right? I mean, he is 20 years old, so he's yes. extraordinarily young. But Scotty Barnes ain't one of those young guys that we're talking about that's <laughs> Not on the list to trade for Kevin Durant. It is the conversation when we were talking about guys like John Moran or even like a Zion Williamson because that one we had a caller last segment. I'd trade Zion in two seconds. And Myron said he would as well. And I thought it was ironic that we won't trade Jaw, but we'll trade Zion obviously with the same draft. But the thing is with like a Zion Williamson is if you do gamble wrong on that, and and I'm not saying I wouldn't do it either because I would because I don't like the durability I've seen from Zion, at least during his tenure so far in the NBA. And then there's question marks too about his dedication to franchises, right? The question marks about whether he even wants to be in New Orleans. But 
if you make a mistake in doing that and you trade away a Zion who ends up being like the snippets we've seen from Zion, then you just did that for the next, you know, 15 years. Like that's the problem with the players that are so young. That's the only part of the Scotty Barnes conversation though. Like that's it because other than age, what are we talking about? hundred percent. I mean, that, yeah, the Scotty Barnes thing, I don't know. Solomon Toronto, I guess a lot of Raptors fans hear that, and they're like, wait, what? Stay go after Kevin Durant. Well, we're talking about like, a franchise. We're talking about a franchise that traded away for a half a season with Kawhi and won a yeah. championship because of it. Toronto's signing up for that all day, every day. Listen, Come Amber, on. I'm putting Scotty Barnes on the flight and not even giving him the details. I will send your stuff through uh, FedEx. Don't worry. We will clear out your locker. We'll have somebody pack up your apartment. Don't worry, but... You're going you're to Brooklyn tonight. Dirty. Yeah, you're going to be in Brooklyn tonight. Uh, we like you, but Kevin Durant is a championship. But but I also don't think, you know, again, there's not really this long list, which has to scare the Nets because the way that trades work today, it's not you get to the end of your contract and then you negotiate. Like, that's not what happens with these stars. What happens is they say, you know what? I'm not feeling this. And then NBA teams, they try to keep these guys. They try to sort of figure out a way to make them happy. It never works, and the trade has to happen. And if Kevin Durant raises his hand and says, I want to leave, the Nets will have to listen to him. Super Rasidi in Detroit, who wouldn't you trade for Kevin Durant right now? Hey, what's going on? It, that's, that's Super Rasidi. Yeah, I know you, man. I know, yeah. I, I, we've talked before. Yeah, entertainer. And- yeah, what's what's your name, brother? Myron Metcalf, man. We've talked on the weekends before. I know you. Myron, okay, Metcalf, and that's Amber over there, correct? Yes. You got it. Okay. Who wouldn't you trade, man? Okay. So before I get to that, let me say this: the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Who did who a favor first? Kyrie did them a favor. Brooklyn Nets got the nerve to act like. They did Kyrie a favor. Bro, they made you championship. Him and his homeboy made you championship contenders just like that. Well, they can so for all of this, for, for all of this talking, uh, oh, Kyrie, so unreliable, this, that, or the other. Just, man, just put an option in there and say, we want you to make this, this many games. If you can't make this many games, then we'll opt out. It's simple as that. But if I'm, a, if I'm an owner of the Brooklyn Nets, I would be, I'll be thanking him. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. I want to make this work. I'm not going to try to hold my nose up in the air like yeah. we did you a favor. Just, hey, real quick, I, real quick. Stop. I know you. I know you so, said your name was Super Rasidi. Hold on. Are you really Kyrie's uncle, though? Is this really okay. Kyrie's uncle? <laughs> my man, I'm Kyrie's big brother. Okay, I figured brother, you were related man. the way you're talking about. Him. <laughs> no, that I'm makes not related, sense, man. No, that I ain't, makes I ain't sense, related, man. But I'm <laughs> anyway. So anyway, yeah. I would not trade. I would not trade LeBron or Steph for Ky, uh, for KD. That's that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's the list. That's that's, that would be a lot of. I mean, that's fair. I don't have. A, I don't Good have list. a huge problem with that list. Thanks I, to Kyrie's uncle calling in, though. Yes. Yeah, thanks, Super. I do have. I do think that there's some names missing on that list because Steph and LeBron are both on the back ends of their career, yeah. right? If not the tail ends of their career, and so at least with some of these younger guys, again, you're talking like the Lucas of the world. Like that would be, you know. A, tough conversation because you're mortgaging your future when you could get so many more years because Kevin Durant, of course, is 33 years old. Uh, But I don't know if I'm with Supa on like how much the Brooklyn Nets owe Kyrie. I am not with Kyrie's third cousin or whatever he was. just called it. 
You're Amber Wilson. I'm Myra Metcalf. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. We'll talk more about the crazy NBA, but you got to hear about this beef between Kyrie and Stephen A. Smith. That's next. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Kyrie Irving. Sources confirming to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski that the Brooklyn Nets material point guard is going to opt in. This is probably a pretty good case scenario for the Nets. I'm not surprised because it didn't appear that he had a lot of suitors. The problem with him has nothing to do with what happens when the ball is tipped. The problems with him are all off the court. This is Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, also on ESPN. Plus, she is the one and only Amber Wilson. I'm Myra Metcalf. You can tweet us at Amber Wilson, Amber W Sports, and at Metcalf by ESPN. Join the conversation, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We've been talking a lot. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Brooklyn Nets, Kippen, Georgia. What do you have to say on this conversation? You there, Kip? Looks like we lost Kip. Kip is, is there? failing Kip. us. I thought Kip had such a cool name. Yeah, Kip, we were ready for you. We were waiting for you. Maybe the Lakers were also waiting for Kyrie. I'm not sure. Amber thought they were going to get him uh, sort of a bargain, $6 million mid-level exception. But before we could even talk about you know, Kyrie and what's next, Kyrie and Stephen A. Smith end up getting into a beef. Amber, you can't make this up. First off, let me set this up. Stephen A. Smith is on vacation right now, but he tweeted a video where he said Kyrie Irving has to, quote, show up to work. Kyrie today was like, I'm not having that. I got something to say. He responds to Stephen A. Smith and says, basically, uh, meet my dad and my uncles in the alley and let's settle this. Ends it by saying, we know you, quote, Stephen. Then Stephen A. Smith, who you knew was going to respond, Stephen A. is never going to take something like that. But in record time from vacation. In record time. And he puts out, he tweets something that he wrote on his notes app. And essentially it says, hey, man, let's do this in a public forum. My favorite line from the Stephen A. Smith response, Amber, is one day you'll stop. I have a wish. One day you'll stop hiding behind the public support you receive and fess up to the shenanigans you engage in, leaving folks hanging like laundry. Like, is that the first line in Stephen A. Smith's diss tape? Like, is that his ether record, basically, to Kyrie That's Irving? I feel track. like he's got to get in a studio and he has to rap this thing. Right, Amber? It's like Stephen A. Smith had this ready to go. Like, <laughs> he was like, you know what? If Kyrie subtweets me or directly tweets me one day this is how i'm going to respond and also i have like 
crazy record alerts on my phone that break through as I'm like, whatever, he's lying as a Bahamian beach or wherever <laughs> Stephen A. Smith is in the world. He's like, it doesn't matter. He could be in the middle of nowhere, Myron, on some deserted island with no cell coverage, but he still has that alert somehow on his phone to break through when Kyrie starts talking smack on Twitter to him. I could just imagine him, Amber, like on the beach, relaxing, maybe has a cold drink. And and all of a sudden, like someone whispers, Kyrie's talking about you. And I could, I could do Stephen A. Smith, like clapping his hands and being like, bring me my phone. And he just goes off on Kyrie Irving. Like the thing to me is that throughout the entire conversation, Amber, with Kyrie Irving, whether he was going to go to the Lakers for the mid-level exception, whether he was going to opt in, whether he was going to seek a sign-in trade situation, we kept talking about all the other things. Nobody doubts his skill set. Nobody mm-hmm. doubts what he could do on the court. But our whole conversation yesterday, Amber, was about the other stuff. And just when he has a clear path between now and the season, all he has to do is play. You opted in, go play ball, go try to compete for a championship. 24 hours later, Amber, we're talking about the other stuff again. Isn't this the problem with Kyrie Irving? Well, this is the entire thing with Kyrie Irving, and that's why I find it, frankly, a little ironic, right, that he's going after Stephen A. Smith for saying (laughs) show up to work when, frankly, everybody has been saying it forever around Kyrie Irving because it is the question mark with Kyrie is the dedication to the organization, the dedication to the game, all the other shenanigans that go with having Kyrie as part of your organization, which we've seen play out with the Brooklyn Nets here over a couple years now. And Stephen A. Smith ain't the first person to point it out. Apparently, maybe he's the loudest person to point it out. I don't know. Uh, Maybe is the one that Kyrie has on alerts. Who knows? So when Stephen A. Smith puts it on Twitter, all of a sudden Kyrie listens. But the whole world is saying it, Kyrie, because there are real question marks there about that everything that happens with you off the court, man. Nobody questions your skill set as a player. Nobody. The conversation is never around how good you are on the court. It's how much do you want to put up with off the court? And we're seeing a ceiling with that, apparently. Like, it always has seemed like in sports – that your greatness trumps anything you come with, right? Like in the NFL, we're seeing it with Deshaun Watson right now, unfortunately. With Kyrie, and not the same scenario by any means, but just generally speaking about players that come with, you know, off the field or off with the court stuff. With Kyrie, I guess maybe there is a ceiling for it at some point because as great as he is, there wasn't a huge market out there for him in the situation he was in with a potential sign-and-trade on an expiring contract. She's Amber Wilson. I'm Myron Metcalf here on Canty and Carlin. Amber... I didn't see any superstars in the NBA tweeting, bring Kyrie here. I didn't see anybody on IG saying. That's interesting. You're right. We weren't getting that. You do get that in the NBA normally. The NBA is that kind of league now. Like people will drop not so subtle hints when they want to see something happen. No one did that for Kyrie Irving. A hot ticket is brought to you by Vivid Seats where you earn rewards with every purchase. Vivid Seats Rewards is your ticket to more tickets and seats. Life happens Live. Do we have a caller, Ty and Carlin? Am I reading that properly? Or is that not happening? That did drop. Shannon Penn, our producer, is waving you off. That dropped like the next Kyrie Irving tweet. I'm sure it's going to drop here at some point soon because you know he can't help himself. Like, you know he's going to respond to Stephen A. Smith because that's the way that he is wired. Coming up, which team has been a bigger disappointment, the Clippers or the Nets? 
10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Ira Metcalf and Amber Wilson here on Canty and Carlin. Uh, clearly the Brooklyn Nets, Amber, have been a disappointment so far. But I think you got to go over to the West Coast to find the only comparison in the NBA. Uh, Kawhi and Paul George haven't exactly uh, done what we expected them to do when there was that big press conference at an elementary school. Right now, who's been the bigger disappointment, Amber? And who has the best chance to turn it around? That's a toss-up who's been the bigger disappointment, right? I mean, right now it's easy to say the Nets because we're being a bit prisoner of the moment because all the headlines have been circulating the Nets. But the situation with the Clippers has been wildly disappointing. And at least, I guess, if you're a Nets fan, like Kevin Durant has obviously suffered some injury, and when you took him on, you knew that he was going to be out that first year. But at least with a Nets fan, like we did – see KD again a bit prisoner of the moment but like we have seen KD it's Kyrie that's been the question mark or it's James Harden that's been the question mark and at the inception of that team it wasn't supposed to be James Harden so I'm not even fair sure it's fair to throw him into that conversation with Kawhi and Paul George it's been Kawhi right that you, that it has been the question mark because of the durability of Kawhi and like he was the one who's the main component of that team and is supposed to bring you the championships. And if he had stayed in Toronto, it feels like, frankly, they probably would have won another championship. But he wanted to go home. He wanted to be in California. You mentioned the elementary school announcement. They were all excited about it. The Clippers were supposed to overtake the Lakers in that town. And then, so far, a huge letdown. I don't know if John Wall helps turn things around or not. Just health does. That's that's it. That's what it comes down to, it feels That'll like. That'll be the biggest thing. I mean, that big elementary school press conference, it was like, on to the next era. We're going to be the team of L.A. And here we are still waiting for them to sort of rise. And, th- I mean, they've they've had moments in, in the playoffs. They're just disappointed. Mm-hmm. And then, to your point, Kawhi in the injuries, I, I think, to me, that's what makes – Brooklyn a bigger disappointment because to me it was Kyrie could have been available James Harden could have decided that he wanted to be in shape and be more committed to what that team wanted to do it seemed like the only guy who bought in was Kevin Durant and and that is why that was so problematic in Brooklyn whereas to your point with the Clippers we're just sort of saying can they get healthy I think that to me is the difference between the two is I think also the advantage sure. the Clippers have is you're not so concerned about their future. Like you feel like, like you don't feel like each and every day, like is Kawhi going to force his way out, you know, cause he's so yeah. disappointed kind of thing. So yeah. I guess a different, less dramatic situation than Brooklyn. Kyrie certainly makes it seem like, well, are these guys ever going to figure it out coming up? Will the NBA and some of the stars in that league figure it out? We'll tell you. 
Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We are coming down the stretch here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Amber Wilson and Myron Metcalf, we have been filling in for the guys. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. We have actually gotten to talk about things not named Kyrie Irving today, but don't worry, we talked plenty about Kyrie Irving on today's show as well, particularly his beat. That began today with Stephen A. Smith. If you missed any of that, you can always check out the podcast on the ESPN app. Just search for Canty and Carlin. We also had a lot of help on today's show talking about all things sports. George Sedano stopped by to help us break down the biggest stories in the NBA and where the Lakers go from here now that Russell Westbrook opted into the final year of his deal. Frank Isola from Yes Network and, of course, around the Horn panelists, he stopped by the show as well to give us the New York perspective on things. Chris Carlin, he normally hosts this show. He's been hosting Greeny this week. He stopped by to help us try to make something of this Kyrie Irving situation, but trying to decipher anything that Kyrie Irving says or does is a nearly impossible task. Field Yates stopped by as well. He gave us the latest on the situation with Baker Mayfield and the Browns. But now, Myron, it is time for us to go three and out. Sometimes it's the worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. This is three and out, and Jalen Brunson may be out of the Dallas Mavericks. He is mulling his options here. He is considering whether to join the New York Knicks or stay with the Dallas Mavericks. Now, this situation, Myron, comes largely down to whether you want to play for your father because he is on that New York Knicks coaching staff. Also, he has a very close relationship with Thibodeau as well. So it's kind of like, do you want to go home, so to speak? Or do you want to stay in Dallas next to Luka, where you did get a lot of attention this past season as being such a key contributor to the success of that team. The New York Knicks are now viewed as strong favorites. So people expect that Jalen Brunson is going to choose his familial connections and head to the New York Knicks. Also the money, because Myron, it is being reported that the Knicks might pony up something like a hundred million where the Dallas Mavericks were only offering him like 88. Yeah. I think that's the factor. Like dad is cool playing with dad and all that, but uh, that money is going to be a big part of Jalen Brunson's decision. But I think you bring up a very important point, Amber. Playing next to Luka and doing what he did, I mean, that's a big factor. He played great. But can you do that where you're not next to a legit superstar? We're going to find out. But Jalen's definitely going to New York. He's definitely going to take the big money, and he'll play for his pops. Well, and you probably capitalize on this moment now, right? Because I'm guessing your star was a little helped out by the fact that you were standing next to Luka Doncic. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, and Jalen getting to go to New York and he gets to be the man there, right? Whereas Luka 
takes all the attention in Dallas, but he is coming off of a breakout season. He's only 25 years old. He averaged over 16 points, almost five assists per game. I mean, he was Dallas's solid number two option behind Luka this season. So he is coming off of a breakout season. And Myron, I'm not going to fault anybody for capitalizing on coming off of a breakout season. And then also the fact that you get to capitalize on your breakout season with your father as your coach. Like, that's got to be cool, right? I mean, I don't know. Like, I I guess it's cool. I mean, there's probably some people actually think that's very not cool. Yeah. (laughs) But. But overall, if you have a good relationship with Pops, I would imagine to get to accomplish that goal in the NBA is probably pretty darn cool. But it's great. You don't have to sacrifice the money in order to do it. It's best of both worlds, I feel like. I I, I wouldn't recommend most people go to the New York Knicks. No. (laughs) Or mostly anyone, right? Hey, $100 million in Manhattan in your 20s, Amber. Our producer, Shannon Penn, is giving me such a dirty (laughs) look in the Zoom right now. New York Knicks fan, Shannon Penn. All right, Shannon, I'll move on. Uh, The Stanley Cup might be giving the Colorado Avalanche a a dirty look because just moments after receiving the Stanley Cup, Myron, the Colorado Avalanche made a serious impact on the trophy. And I'm not talking about because they won it. I'm talking about a literal impact. Like, have you seen this? They dented the heck out of this thing. And this Stanley Cup has been through a lot from all the stories I have heard, Myron. Frankly, I think it's a little gross. I'm not drinking out of that Stanley Cup. I don't know that I want to touch it. I mean, you hear some of the stories like... They say they disinfect it, but there are a lot of stories. People doing a lot of stuff with that Stanley Cup. A lot of wild stories. If half of them are true, you don't want to touch it. But it's amazing. Like, how many trophies we keep messing up in sports? Like, people dropping trophies, denting a trophy. Come on, man. Be more careful. It does feel like you should be more careful especially if you're if you're winning the cup after the drought that the avalanche had uh I can't imagine in the chaos it getting dented I mean what do you do like I guess I mean there's got to be some means for fixing it but did it dent where anybody's name is how do you handle that it seemed like it just dented the bottom edge of it but it was a serious dent that the avalanche put in this trophy you can't keep that dent there right though like they've They've got to fix that thing, huh? They got to fix it. They definitely. I think the Stanley Cup doesn't it have its own handler. Oh, it's got a. Don't worry, Amber. It's got a handler. It's got its own social media account. It's probably Canadian got Matt its Lack security force. Into the show. Don't Why are they denting it though, Matlock? What's oh? Don't worry. Way worse has been done to that cup. That was what I was thinking about this entire time. There have been misspellings on that thing for team name. I mean, think about it. You have one roster to worry about when you're engraving that cup, and several times names have been misspelled. The thing was lost for a short time in the 20s or 30s. So I think that we can probably cut the avalanche some slack. But when it went down, it was. A amazing look at the faces of each individual avalanche player in horror as they saw the thing they just won and spent all spring trying to win get damaged it was pretty wild uh i can imagine that that was a very embarrassing moment linda Cohn should not be embarrassed about anything that has happened in her career today marks 30 years at espn for the goat linda Cohn. i mean just The GOAT, 1992, is when she started with the network to work on SportsCenter. She anchored her first SportsCenter, July 11th, 1992, alongside Chris Myers. She has, of course, been featured in just about everything, a variety of programming. Speaking of hockey, hockey expert Linda Gohn, uh, that's definitely 
part of her wheelhouse. So she has just blaze. I mean, she's blaze paths, particularly for women like me in this business, Myron. Just, I mean, 30 years growing up watching Linda Cohn. Uh, she's absolutely been an inspiration for, for so many of us sitting here and, and absolutely has everything to do why there are so many more of us sitting here right now in these roles at ESPN. When Linda Cohn started, obviously women were not well represented in this business. We still got a long way to go. Myron Metcalf, particularly on the radio front, but here at ESPN, they've done a very good job of that. And that's a huge and huge part due to her and her greatness and her career. She is the GOAT. 30 years, Amber? 30 years. 30 in this business? 30 years and counting, baby. Yeah, still going, still going. You can still, still sit. Going, still going, Linda ain't done yet. So Definitely. huge shout out. Happy anniversary to ESPN and Linda Cohn. Coming up next, Sarah Spain is going to take it away alongside Fitz. This has been Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.